Welcome to the Vacation Rental Success Podcast. This episode is brought to you by the kind sponsorship from NoiseAware. NoiseAware is an easy-to-use preventative noise monitoring solution that is wire-free and completely weatherproof with the option of interior and exterior sensors. And when you make your purchase from NoiseAware, use the promotional code VRFORMULA to receive 20% off. Again, that's VRFORMULA. Listen in for the mid-episode break where we will answer another question about NoiseAware. Let's get started. Here's your host, Heather Bayer. On today's episode, we are talking to two scions of this industry. That is Matt Landau, the founder of VRMB, and Terry White, who is aka the Vacation Rental Software Guy. And we're talking about the Keystone Awards that were released just recently, taking away so much of the angst surrounding choosing a new vacation rental software. This is the Vacation Rental Success Podcast, keeping you up to date with news, views, information and resources on this rapidly changing short-term rental business. I'm your host, Heather Bayer, and with 25 years of experience in this industry, I'm making sure you know what's hot, what's not, what's new, and what will help make your business a success. Well, hello and welcome to another episode of the Vacation Rental Success Podcast. We're nearly into March and despite the fact we still have feet and feet of snow outside, the temperature is beginning to rise and there is hope on the horizon that spring will be on the way at some point. My heart goes out to everybody in Texas who has been suffering over the past week or two. We've been watching it from up here. I mean, we know what winter's like. You know, we starts in, in November and doesn't finish until the end of April. So everything is winterized. We don't get frozen pipes unless you do something silly. And the thought of having the sorts of temperatures that we do here and not having the protection, I, I just, I, I don't know. I just hope you guys are all all right. I have been in touch with my friend Jody Bourne, the marketing consultant. You're going to hear a bit more about Jody later on. But uh, Jody was without power for a number of days, without water. She was uh, texting me and emailing from her car. And hopefully, Jody, you are now you're now fully recovered back in the warm again and uh, didn't suffer any water damage, I, I hope. But uh, it's been a tough time for you all. And yeah, at some point, I'm quite sure we will hear about it because uh, there will be vacation rentals that were probably not habitable after this. But we'll come back to that at a later, later date. Today, I want to jump straight into my interview with Matt Landau with the Vacation Rental Marketing Blog and Terry White, the Vacation Rental Software Guy, because we are talking about choosing new software. And for those of you who know me, who know of my company, we've been on the lookout for new software for a couple of years. Not that we're not comfortable and haven't enjoyed working with our current software company. It's just time for an upgrade. There's a lot of things, a lot of features that that we want that are not within our current software. So we're ready to move forward now. And the wonderful help I've had from Terry White his consultancy to me has been invaluable. So now I notice that Terry has his own website, vacationrentalsoftwareguy.com, and you can go and buy that consultancy too, which I think is an amazing feature of his site to have somebody sit with you and go through a demo, I think is 
probably one of the best investments you can make if you're thinking about uh, going for a new software. And then there's the Keystone Awards, which is what we're going to talk about right now. It is the culmination of many, many hours of research by Terry White and ably put together by uh, Matt Landau. And the Keystone Awards are presented by VRMB, and I'll put a link to them at the end of the, the episode. Because there's plenty of winners here, not just property management software platforms, but also third-party providers as well that won awards. Too many to list, really. Um, So there's links to the Keystone Awards. You can go and see all the winners. Those of you who did win, congratulations. It's a really great badge you can now have on your websites. Um, We'll be talking about one of these winners at the end of this episode. But for now, let's jump straight into my talk with Terry and Matt. Well, I'm super pleased to have with me two people that probably should need no introduction. Both have been friends of mine for many years. Two of my favourite people in this industry, uh, Terry White from Anna Maria Island Beach Rentals and, of course, Matt Landau. And together, I I feel so honoured to have you guys together and to discuss the Keystone Awards. Thank you. Thank you for joining me. Hey, Terry, how are you doing? I'm doing great. And it's a pleasure being with you again. It's my third time. It is your third time. Yes. Yes. You're in in, in amongst that uh, that. That few who I just love to have joining me again and again. You know, there's times when I sit here and think, well, I'll plan it out for the next couple of weeks and go, who shall I have back? <laughs> it's an, I never thought I'd get to one and you got to three. <laughs> so briefly, Terry, Anna Maria Island, beach rentals, but I know you're in Toronto. So have you been there recently? Haven't been there in over a year. It's just, it's, it's really starting to drag on now. Yeah. You know? Well, it does. Yeah. It does over the winter, of course. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and Matt Landau, as ever, you've been on once or twice. Yeah, I think three times as well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm possibly put a zero on the end of that. <laughs> <laughs> and I have been to Anna Maria Island in the last few months. I live here in Florida now, so I did a little drive through a couple weekends ago. So I made sure that everything was still in order for Terry. Yeah. Thanks for checking. <laughs> That sounds so enthusiastic, Terry. (laughs) Well, Terry and I both, you know, sitting here just waiting for that border to open. I'm sure it will do at some point in in the next few months. And of course, we'll be we'll be heading south. I'm quite sure the moment it does. But today we're here talking about the Keystone Awards. I said in the introduction, Matt, it's like, you know, this has been such a weird year that's gone past and there's just Seeing the Keystone Awards 2021 being announced, it was like a consistency. You know, it happened last year. It's happening this year. It's like, oh, life actually does go on. Ah, I think that's so cool. It did not happen last year. I will admit that. (laughs) When was the last one? Was that 2019? Uh, It was 2019. It was 2019. And the second one was supposed to come out um, towards the end of last year. But the pandemic and we just decided to. To wait. And then actually we had a couple suggestions to say, wait until the beginning of 2021. That way you can get the most legs out of the program. And that's what we decided to do. So we, we agree that it felt like back to center in a way. Well, yes, yes. And it was, it was just so much fun to, to see all the winners. So we're going to be talking about some of them. There's a lot 
this year. Yeah. You know, you can see them all on the VRMB website and there will be links to everything. We may touch on a few of them. I'm hoping, you know, maybe, maybe we can mention everybody. Let, let's, maybe we'll, we'll just do that. But sure. I, want to, I want to kick off with, for those people who perhaps don't know what the Keystone Awards are, what is it? Why did you start this? Why was it needed in the industry? I think I'm going to kick, I'll kick this off with you, Matt. And then I want to move on to, to Terry because Terry and I have discussed software at length in the past. Terry has done more demos with property management software than any human on the planet, I'm pretty sure. Unless some venture capital firms have secret like <laughs> people out there testing. Uh, Terry not only loves the software space, but has a gigantic heart uh, at sometimes to his detriment. <laughs> and after doing so many hours of demos and becoming so familiar with all the different property management software out there, people started asking him, what should I use? And he was answering every single one of them manually. Uh, he, he's a vacation rental manager for a living. He's not a consultant. And I said, we must figure out a way to better scale your generosity here because otherwise it's going to eat away at you. And I think Terry, your, your wife said the same thing. She said the exact same thing. You're right. <laughs> so the first version of the Keystone Awards was really an attempt to quantify the patterns that we were observing about not only all these demos, but also the softwares that were working well for any variety of vacation rental business profile. And we started off with this core tool that looks like a survey on the front end, which asks you as a vacation rental manager to prioritize on a scale of one to a zero to three, uh, how important any given function is to you with your property management software. There are some companies that have a, a deep, really important need for a housekeeping module. There are others that don't. There's some that have really, really heavy emphasis on distribution. Other managers don't. They only have one property. So upon asking this forward-facing survey with some weighted questions, such as, is your budget unlimited? Are you able to pay whatever it takes to get the job done? Or are you restricted in some way? Where are you located? Because the customer service of any given property management software company uh, may sway that one way or another. Once they finish that survey, using this cool tool that we built, they would then receive from Terry and myself a set of suggestions, anywhere from two to five, I think, in the max softwares that were designed as close to that meet their needs as possible. And these were because we had created a matrix using all kinds of feedback from both Terry and other vacation rental managers, ranking each of these functions within any given property management software, gigantic matrix that then was attempting to suggest to these managers what software would fit best. And after several thousand completions now of that tool, we begin to see trends, we begin to see patterns. And it's really important to point out that we're not claiming that this is the absolute best software on the market. We, we're very, very careful not to say that. What instead we say is, this is the software that seems to be best at these particular things, which also seem to be high priorities of all of our users. 
And that's kind of a little way to get out of <laughs> anybody holding us too seriously, uh, because after all, we are not full-time software analysts. We're just trying to, to solve, uh, even if it's a little step in the right direction, this deep challenge of understanding the vacation rental software landscape. So that kind of brings us up. That was the first Keystone Awards in 2019. That brings us up to this year in which we maintain this position as the deepest independent dive. Never before has an organization done this robust of an analysis of all the software, vacation rental management software, uh, and also the third-party software on the market with the intent of freely distributing it to people as we have. And that kind of brings us up until this moment, we decided to recognize the, the companies that were doing amazing things. In the property management software side, we were very analytical with our recognition. And on the third-party software, which I know you want to talk about a little bit later, Heather, we needed to come up with some more creative mm -hmm. uh, ways of gauging and, and determining this recognition because we simply didn't have the resources to do a full scientific dive into that world, which is probably the most exciting and brightest shining area of our industry to date. So that is what we are here to do. And you do it very, very well. And I know Terry does this well. Terry and I have had discussions. I think anybody that knows me, that knows our company, and I've probably said it a, a dozen times on the podcast, that as a company, as a property management company that I run, we've been seeking new software for the past... <laughs> Gosh, Terry, I can't remember when we started talking about this, but it was it was probably a few years ago. We're still on that search. And I know you emailed me the other day and said, you know, are you still looking? <laughs> and I think we've we've probably we've we're probably down to the last one. It's just a, a matter of negotiation. But you know, we I've done demos, so many demos. How do you do it? This is a great question. I want to ask Terry, how do you sit there and go through demo after demo <laughs> and really pull out what's working, what will work for people and what perhaps, because you, mu you must have an insight into these demos and what's glossed over. And because we, they're all out there talking about the bells and whistles, everybody right. can do everything, but right. Do you, do you feel that now you're able to go through a demo and and you can identify the gaps by perhaps what's not being mentioned? Yeah, but there's there's not really that much of an opportunity for them not to mention what they don't do well because I ask them. You know, yeah. there's what I have is I have a spreadsheet that I designed when I started doing this. And and the way I, I started it was I broke out every core component of what I thought a software should have. You know, whether it's revenue management, distribution, owner portal, guest portal, the whole deal, um, cleaning module, the whole thing. So everything that is important, everything that makes up a good software, when I'm in a demo, they have to ask it. I say, if they don't say it, I say, now I want to see this, and I want to see this, and I want to see this. Mm -hmm. And then it's not just seeing it, because what they do before, what they like to do is, oh, yeah, we have this. Like, oh, for example, the guest portal. I, I said, oh, yeah, we have a guest portal. I said, no, I want to see the guest portal, what the guest sees when they log in. Mm -hmm. So they all have these dummy accounts, you know, that the, so they have to show me exactly how the guest portal works. When I say, I want to see your cleaning module. I want to see what the cleaners see on their end. I want to see what the property manager sees on his side there. So there's, there's really no way for them not to get exposed. Mm -hmm. 
And I would add, I've sat in on a number of Terry's demos and I will add from a, from a, an onlooker, he asks questions until he understands them. And this is a really good tip. I think for our listeners that asking a question, you can't allow yourself to get intimidated by not knowing something because then you will never really understand. So he keeps asking and he'll repeat it back to them until he understands exactly the truth there. And I think that's very valuable. Second thing, he compliments when something is great, which I think is a nice feeling for a software rep to hear, like we're doing something good. And he also, he doesn't introduce much, much emotion to the analysis, which I think is also very helpful. If you take uh, the feelings out of it and you look at each of these features and the software itself as a tool to help your business, like that I think is something that's very uh, helpful. And Terry's just become very good at it naturally, but I'm starting to notice those are good tips for others as well. Can you elaborate on that a bit about taking the emotion out? Because I know when I'm, when, we're, when I'm doing a demo listening, I get really excited. Something, you know, it's just like, oh my gosh, <laughs> that, that is a bell and it's a whistle and it's something else or, or you know, piled into one without really thinking, you know, how this would really work for us. It's just... I mean, when I'm talking, when I'm talking to guests who are coming to a property, so I ask, I ask them to tell me what their must-haves are, what their nice-to-haves are, and what's in their dreams. When we're thinking about, so I'm, I'm thinking that that's much the same. But I tend to, if I hear something that's in my dreams, then I get excited. Is so, that what you mean about <laughs> removing the emotion? Well, I'll let Terry uh, share how he does it, but I've just noticed that if somebody uses, for instance, our tool and they go through and they are very honest and they say, this is how important this feature is to me. And they're not unrealistic. And by saying everything is very important to me. Once they have that compass and you go into a demo, then you can kind mm -hmm. of pair it up. But is that more or less what you'd say, Terry? Yeah. Um, and what I, I get excited too, sometimes when I see some of this stuff, because, and I'd like to compliment the software companies when I see what they're doing better than everyone else is doing. I'm the first one to say, this is the best I've ever seen. And it, it kind of opens them up too. Like they're, they don't feel like they're being judged or they are afraid of saying something wrong or something, you know, so it's to be very complimentary and recognizing when somebody's doing something really well, you know, I, I like to do that too. And we don't talk negatively about any software publicly. If we have anything to say, we try to say it privately because this is not a program, an awards program about putting anybody down or stifling any kind of innovation because it's all amazing innovation. Uh, we instead choose to focus on the great stuff. And if you have something critical or constructively critical to say, uh, we share it privately. Yes, and I'll add to that too. Almost after every demo I do now, I get an email the next same day or the next day at the latest asking, where's the deficiencies? Can, can you help us? Can we, you know, what aren't we doing that we could be doing better? And then do you send them an invoice? <laughs> no, no. I just, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I just, um, I keep it short and to the point. So, you know, when you're saying it's the best I've ever seen, that means that you've actually, you know, you've looked at a you've seen a lot of demos. So most of us who are out there actually haven't. I've probably done half a dozen. I don't want to do any more because yeah. it becomes confusing, too much choice. Too much um, choice. And then, you know, it's, it's just a real confusion thing. I know when we go into it, our number one, we know our must have is trust accounting beyond, right. you know, 
and and certainly trust accounting with Canadian banks in mind as well. So that that is our number one. But after that, I sort of oh, I just get into the bells and whistles. So uh, I'm definitely going to follow your guidelines. You know, you, you you've taught me how to do this, and I really appreciate that. So I I think I am a little bit more pragmatic now when it comes to <laughs> to do, to doing the demos because we're now on a third demo with with a couple of these companies. Do you do you recommend that? that you do multiple demos with the same company because you might miss some stuff the first time around? Oh, for sure. There's no, no question about it. Especially, I know the software you're thinking of transitioning to. I know who it is. I'm not going to mention them. But a good, sophisticated software like what you're looking at, like Streamline, like Maxton, like Avantio, I'll, I'll spend usually like two hours demoing it. But that's that's really scraping the surface. Like for you to say, okay, I'm committing to this, you would have to have three or four two-hour demos just to make sure that you're making the right tr- choice. You know, if for me, I can do the overview of it, but for somebody like you, you're going to commit to it. You'd, you'd spend, you spend a week doing demos. Yeah. And I'll add that all the softwares that we recognize in the Keystone Awards and pretty much all the softwares that you'll find endorsed online are great. Mm-hmm. And if somebody's listening to this and they're thinking, I'm going to go into my first property management software, I'm upgrading, but I don't know which one to do to choose, I'm per- paralyzed, choose one that is anywhere on this list and you'll be happy because choosing one and making that f- step forward is so much more powerful than not choosing anyone. Yeah. And Heather, to answer your question, I'm not sure that I answered it. Um, how do I identify, how do I know when I see somebody doing something better than anyone else? I've used two very sophisticated softwares. So, you know, I have the knowledge just from using them as well. So when I see something, you know, it's not the first time I've seen it. You know, it's not the first time I've used it either. Yeah, and I, I can see that. I mean, we've as, as a company, we we've been through two now, and now yeah. we're ready for that that transition to to the next one. So that is good when you've got a benchmark. You've got yeah. you know yeah. what what's gone before. For for somebody coming into the business. Uh, maybe somebody starting a small property management company. And I hear that, I see this question a lot, you know, should I go for something that's, that's small or something that is going, cause I, I know when we started, we went for something small and cheap and five years down the line regretted it. Uh, and we knew at the start, we wanted to be a bigger company. We wanted to have 150 plus properties, but we still went for the cheap option at the start. Right. Can you comment on that, Terry? Well, I think you should always buy what the most you can afford, you know. And if, it's, if you just said the first time for, for you, it's different for you. You've been through it like a couple of times. So, you know, but for somebody just building a company, they're trying to scale. Don't buy, don't necessarily buy the biggest and the best one you can, because it's going to take you a year just to learn, just to learn one software. And if you buy one and you're not happy with it, as long as it didn't cost you a lot of money upfront, it's easy to change. Mm-hmm. And so it's not that big a deal. Just, I would say, if you're starting out, don't pay somebody $10,000 to onboard you because you think you have the greatest and the best software. I would say, pick a software you can afford that's good, that we recommend for your size company, and then use it for a year and say, if it doesn't work, okay, now I know what I need and I know now I know where to find it too. And this year we've recognized three softwares that are just bringing unprecedented power to small managers, you know, with five, 10, 20 properties that there is no reason not to choose one of them that you can grow with and reassess a year or two down the line. Yeah, would you like to mention those, Matt? 
Uh, I'll let Terry do it. Okay. Uh, the first one, what I call the story of the year is Zebo for sure. Nobody to think a software that's a year old is it would normally take a software company five years to build something like that out. Um, for me, if I've said this before many times, if my properties were in Europe, my my PMS would be Avantio. No question about it. And who the third one there was Host, yeah, hostfully. Yeah, you know, everyone knows how my affinity I have with hostfully. Perfect. Well, uh, yeah. Yeah, um, Zivu is uh, is just joining us on the virtual vendor showcase. In fact, so um, I'll, I'll be talking a bit about a bit more about Zivu at the end of this episode. You know how up. you know when a software is as good is doing good things. It's when Ralph Morehouse is going <laughs> to use them because Ralph is like on the cutting edge of anything technology. And Ralph is, I think, either already using them or, or about to. I suggested to Ralph that uh, he asked some questions and I said, I think you should hold off on making your next software purchase until after, <clears throat> excuse me, the Keystone Awards. And he did. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I I was I was interested to to see these come out because I think there was one that that um, that was on a, a pre- previous um, Keystone Award that is not on this time round. So yeah. yeah, so I'm going to be yeah. I'll probably talk to you again, Terry, before we just. <laughs> you know, I still think you know we're not going to mention them. I think they're having growing pains. I still think they have a very bright future. Yeah, wonderful, wonderful. So, just one other thing about um, about. Demos. If somebody is is doing a demo, I mean, you've said, uh, or Matt Matt said something that you do, Terry, is you ask questions until you understand the answer. Are there any specific questions that everybody should ask, regardless? Um, for me, the, the number one question I ask when I'm the first thing I look at in any PMS is distribution, and I've said it I think a hundred times before. I can actually accurately predict over 95% success rate that a PMS with direct distribution to the big five channels now wouldn't include Google there that they'll score in our algorithm, they'll score a hundred or over less than, less than four, right around 65. And the, the difference between 65 and a hundred is two softwares from two different planets. So you can't even compare them. You know, so the first thing I look at is distribution. That being said, you get fooled a couple times. I'll use a couple examples here. Um, you look at Track, my software. They have two direct integrations. Everything else goes through Channel Manager. We talked about um, um, Lightmaker. Again, two direct channel connections. But you get the odd time you get fooled, but 95% of the time it's accurate. And then after that, I, I really think the big story in the next couple of years is going to be revenue management. So I, I really think that's that's one thing, you know, you really have to have that down. There, there's just so many, like there's like of the 25 to 30 components, like to me, every one of them is important. You know? We we put, we actually um, compiled all of the questions to ask into this cheat sheet that we're giving away for free on the, on the Keystone Awards homepage. So it's broken down all 10 categories of vacation rental software and beneath each one are the questions that we think you, you should ask. One other one I just want to throw out there is ask for the exact pricing scheme. How much do I pay now? How much do I pay a month from now? How much do I pay with each booking ongoing? 
as this is where the numbers can really mount up. And if you're not asking these questions way ahead of time, you could get an unhappy surprise. The most, the, the most important thing to me too, now when I'm looking for a software, if, if I was looking to change a software to consolidate, have everything as much as possible inside the PMS without having to do, do the plug and play. You know, so for me, that's that's the guest portal, that's the cleaning portal. It could it could even be PMSs are getting so sophisticated now they're even doing their own revenue management. You look at Streamline, what they're doing with RevMax. You look at Maxton, they're going to have their, their own revenue management uh, module as well. You know, so look to consolidate as much as you can. Yeah, I I mean that that's definitely something that we've been looking at because you know we we have had all these. Plug it, plug in things. You know, we use something. What well, we you know, one one thing for our, you know, for, for doing our automated email. We use use something else for um for for managing cleaning, and it gets very confusing, really confusing. And those costs also yeah. add up when you're looking at a cost. I guess of a of a a more robust PMS that in that has a lot of inclusions. And it seems very, very pricey. It's definitely worthwhile thinking about what you're not going to be paying in in terms of your of, of your CRM, etc. Exactly, that's exactly right. It's a little bit ridiculous how how far plug and play has gone in our industry now. Yeah, yeah. Okay, this is this this is wonderful. So at the end of uh, on the show notes, I'm going to have or a list of of the winners and also a link to VRMB where you can go and see a little bit more, well, a lot more in fact, and download that, uh, that cheat sheet. So anything else before we move on to the third party software, is there anything else you want to share about this, the PMS? I'll uh, share, uh, go, go first here. No, you go, you go, Matt, go ahead. I, I wanted to share that um, we did a lot of soul searching <laughs> after the first awards. And as you might imagine, in a landscape as complicated as this, where so many new, amazing things, doing so many different functions at different levels, with so many different styles of owners and managers looking for different needs, it was a daunting challenge. And we had some weaknesses about our research that we were very aware of in the first Keystone Awards. In fact, it wasn't really even ever supposed to be an awards program. We just kind of wanted to share what we had found, but there was some software that was standing out. We decided to up our game. We said, like, if we're going to do this again, we need to close some of these gaps. We need to fill some of the holes. And we did that with one very important layer. So, We have our baseline rankings of software with their respective function rankings uh, by our research team. That's what we consider like a benchmark. That's what we consider to be the true north. We then added on an entirely new layer of what we call current user feedback. So this was aimed to avoid the problem of doing a demo, being wowed, with several people, and then actually using the software and it being nowhere near as good as the demo. So we created a, an additional survey that asked vacation rental managers who are currently using any given software to rank this, uh, the features within their software. And uh, this is where Wes Melton of Nakori helped us with the data analysis. And we used the um, 
what was the, the the name of the scoring system? Like, would you refer this to a friend? I can't think of it. It's a, well, in, yeah. it's, uh, a it's a gold standard survey f- philosophy. And upon receiving all of those completions, we laid those scores on top of our scores. And in 95% of the instances, they matched up, but there was some in which there was a huge discrepancy. And we were able to look closer mm-hmm. at that discrepancy, maybe talk with that person about the, the nuances of the difference. That's also where we saw this, what we call the satisfaction gap. This is a, a post that we have on uh, in conjunction with the Keystone Awards, which is a function of any given software that the manager needs or expectations are not being met mm-hmm. by the market, which is to say, if you're a property management software and you can fill this, you got yourself some business there. Um, so we basically laid on this entire new layer, which gave us much more confidence in recognizing softwares because it's the collective wisdom speaking as opposed to just a small a small team. Uh, and as we always like to say that a group of people is every single time better at predicting the future than a couple smart ones. That's great. Terry, you're going to add something as well. Yes, I was. Um, what I wanted to add was we accurately predicted two years ago what the future of vacation rental software would look like. And we said it was track and the reason we said was we said the CRM was going to be the most important component of a good PMS. And I, I always think of this when I, I've heard you say it so many times, Heather, that a year ago or almost a year and a half ago, your bookings were way down. Like you were down like 30, 40, 50%. There it was nowhere close to where it normally was. And you recovered in the same year. And I listened to a podcast with you and Matt less less than a year later, like six to nine months later, you were completely independent of OTAs. Mm-hmm. And I've never asked this question, but I'm going to guess it was Jason Beaton, Active Campaign, CRM. Yep. Is how you got it done. That is to say, for people who didn't understand that, <laughs> I've heard it enough times now that I can, I can translate it. That is to say that a CRM should not be bolted on to a core property management software. It should be the core mm-hmm. of a property management software. And if it is, if you're able to see the entire customer journey all underneath one virtual roof and you can connect those dots, that is the crux of a sustainable direct booking strategy. You can follow up with guests after departure. You can send them something special, a handwritten note, a little gift, and yeah. you have it all in one place. And it's just it's in the DNA of some softwares and for others, it's just like an ugly wig put on top of a bald head. Yeah, where, where we were back then, we were floundering, yeah. not, not knowing what to do. And there was nothing within our software that could help us out. So, you know, Jason came along with the, uh, with the, um, all the functioning of Active Campaign, um, put together a program. And, and you know, I, I told this story over and over again, they saved our summer. But and th- but that's one of those plugins, you know. It's it's, it's something extra costs us two and a half, three thousand dollars a year. So we have to be aware of that. So when we're thinking about pricing for a, for a PMS, you know, that if 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 that's within that software, then we're not going to be paying that third party. So I I read the cards pretty well, don't I? <laughs> but this is something else Terry has really taught me is that. Yeah, you got to be super aware of how many pieces, moving parts you've got and all these additional costs that's eating away at margins. But 
if you want a world-class pricing tool or a world-class housekeeping module, the market now can provide it. You can plug that into Mm -hmm. the right kind of property management software and achieve any job. Yeah. Well, that's a great segue into talking about the uh, the third-party software. And before that, I want to go over to our sponsors, NoiseAware, and hear once again from Michael Goldin, who's going to answer another question about the product. Um, so this, this is quite a question that everybody be wanting the answer to. How does the platform inform the manager or the host when excessive noise has been detected? So during setup, when you are installing Noiseware, we're going to ask you, is, your, is this a house? Is this a condo? Is this two-bedroom, four-bedroom, whatever? We also ask, is this noise sensitive? And we've done more than 800,000 reservations. So we have a good idea of where thresholds should be set based on your property type and size but it is fully customizable at any point. You can customize it by acceptable threshold level as well as by time of day. Some markets, quiet hours officially start at 8 p.m. or 9 p.m. or 10 p.m. And others, it's all day. So we, we made it fully customizable based on the acceptable levels of noise and by time of day. So once, once that threshold has been exceeded, then we're going to send an SMS, a push notification, and or an email to the property manager or the homeowner and let them know of the issue that's going on. So that is how we're able to inform you as soon as the problem has started. We're not monitoring singular loud instances like a slammed door or a horn honking, but rather sustained noise over a period of several minutes. What happens if the noise comes in the middle of the night, two o'clock, three o'clock in the morning? Is there any help for owners and managers who, who can't deal with that at that time of day? Yes, we offer a service called Night Agent that will reach out to the guests on your behalf if you're working with one of the, the top PMSs in the industry. And we'll reach out to the guests. We know that 40% of the alerts happen between midnight and 5 a.m., and that way we're able to handle the interventions so you can sleep and get through the night without being interrupted. Yeah, my staff would like that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, we, we built that program because uh, we listened to our customers. And previous to noise where they didn't know these noise issues were happening unless the neighbor called. And it's important to stop these before neighbors call. But in order to do that, someone needs to be awake and, and watching it. And that's what our night agent team is there to do. Well, thanks to Michael Goldin ask, answering another question. And I thought that's quite apropos talking about NoiseAware as a third, you know, one of the best, I think, third party providers there are out there in, in that field. So, Let's uh, let's talk about how you, Terry and Matt, evaluated the third-party software. Go ahead, Matt. Okay, I'll, I'll kick it off, and then maybe Terry can uh, sh- give shout-outs to some of our of our winners. Uh, and I'll start with uh, what's arguably the biggest deficiency of our third-party 
uh, recognition this year. And that is that we simply did not have the time or the energy or the money to be able to properly analyze all categories of third-party software the way that we would like to, the way that we analyze uh, rental property management software. The natural next question was, then should we not say anything? And we felt conflicted about not saying anything because in these many, many interviews that we're doing with owners and managers and software companies, we begin to hear things over and over and over again. And you can't really argue with these things, these patterns that you're hearing companies recommended, used, appraised over and over again. So we kind of had this discussion. We were like, okay, we can't do a proper deep dive here, but what we can do is share the companies that are being recommended frequently in the inner circle, in our interviews, in the surveys, in forums, in Facebook groups like yours, Heather, if it's being recommended frequently for a new and very emerging technology landscape, that's a really good indicator. Like that's for us, the second best thing that you could use to gauge a software short of doing a proper uh, scientific dive. So we weren't able to get to the point of noise monitoring devices because we simply didn't have enough noise monitoring devices being brought up organically in these surveys, in these interviews, to be able to say, Noiseware is the best noise device. We wanted to be careful about not saying things that we didn't feel uh, were reflective of the interviews. That said, there were a ton of others that we did feel confident about, and they range from, from housekeeping to smart home automation to uh, even insurance, which we view as a technology in this, in this style. And for those, we just wanted to really just give these companies a bit of, of a hat tip, a bit of uh, recognition, because they really are doing amazing work with the asterisk that next Keystone Awards, we do plan to allocate a budget to doing proper research on all of them uh, in order to really recognize as much innovation as possible. So for the companies or the categories that we didn't uh, give shout outs to just yet, we promise we are coming to do demos and to to treat uh, that niche with the attention that it deserves. So Terry, do you want to shout out a few of the, maybe all of them? <laughs> yeah. There were a lot. What I can add to what Matt said too is, we see a lot of the integrations in the better PMSs, like these companies that want to work together, that want to integrate their softwares together. So mm-hmm. we see that a lot too. So there's a consistency there that we see. Of the 10 winners, I'm either actively using or have used seven of the 10. So I'm familiar you know, with a, mm-hmm. with a lot of them there. If I'm transparent, you, know, I'll, you asked me to, to yeah. uh, transparent and key data, there was Touch Day, Rubaru, Point Central, um, Rental Guardian, Safely, Breezeway, StayFi, and Lindbergh Group. So this, just off the top of your head, yeah. <laughs> yes. So, um, so we have, um, you know, we have experience with most of them. Um, what we do, what we see, like I listen to every podcast, webinar, you know, read pretty much every blog out there, and it's just. You, you always hear the same names coming up over and over and over again. And just like 
I'll use one example here I'll use is Breezeway. Like, ever, is there anybody that's not using Breezeway now? You know, and no, no one ever talks bad about them. You know, I hear it every podcast, every blog that I read, you know, somebody's using Breezeway. I want to add two quick things. One is that there are some softwares, like they're all small businesses. Right. And it's not going to be 100% of the time they get every single user thrilled. Like we know that even with some of the best softwares, people have bad experiences for whatever reasons. And we just want to make that very, very transparent that be patient, recognize that the companies that we've, re- we've presented here have a great track record that if you have a bad experience, it's going to be in very much in the minority. Uh, but at the same time, things do happen. And these are small companies and, and they're in the process of, of growing. Uh, the second thing I wanted to mention with regards to this third-party software stuff, I can't remember. I lost track. Um, one, one consistency I've seen in them, and especially the ones that I now are using, is every one of them, not only do they have a great product, they have outstanding customer service. Mm-hmm. Like I, It's something... And when I when I use these other softwares and I deal with them on a daily basis, or you have problems, something goes wrong, you know, I've learned something as a property manager how to what customer service is all about. Uh, I I would so agree. I would so agree. And as a you know, as property manager myself, you know, if something goes wrong, you want it dealt with, and and you want it dealt with politely and and with with grace. And also, you know, it, to, to me, it's about a relationship with every software that we use. We have a, such a great relationship with yeah. the people that are providing it. You know, I mean, guess I, I, may, maybe it's something to do with the fact that I have known some of these people for for decades now. You know, Andy McNulty, Touchday. I've known Andy since way, way back in the getaway earth times. And I don't know if you recall that. We've yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a long while ago. And and I think, but anybody, you know, going out there looking for software should be thinking about making that relationship. It's not just a provider, it is a relationship. And I can honestly say too, with a lot of these companies, I have the CEO, I have, or somebody that's high, I have their cell phone number. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they, they give it to me and just say, if you have a problem, call me. It's just, it's outstanding what they provide. They, they don't give it to me. <laughs> One thing I did want to add is that, and this is why I forgot, you know, the, the word of mouth thing can, can maybe rub people the wrong way. Oh, this is just a popularity contest. And it kind of is this side of our awards is basically who's most popular with their raving fans. Compare it to a repeat guest. If you have a guest who is raving about your vacation rental to friends, that's a pretty good indicator they trust you as the property and they trust suggesting you to their friend because it's their reputation at stake. And most of the time, the referral has a great stay. So the, the referral, the word of mouth, the raving fans, whatever you want to call it, it is not uh, scientific. It's not quantifiable. We recognize that. But we also felt that giving some uh, attention, some, some uh, recognition where it's due would help to begin the process of this um, third-party uh, analysis. So is there something that all these, all these winners have in common, Terry? Yeah, outstanding product. Outstanding product, outstanding customer service. Yeah, they're, they're filling a need that the PMS companies are not 
they're, they're just conceding this business to them. And they're, they're here for a reason because there's a need for it and they're providing it. And they have people lined up their door wanting to use their software. The other thing that they all have in common is they sort of have built into their business model this theme of agility, which Terry and I have been talking about a lot lately. We call it the agile approach. And if you take an agile stance in your software decision-making, it starts with a property management software that has the ability to plug things in. We said earlier, ideally, you want something consolidated that has as many features that are important to you as possible. But there is a huge misnomer in the phrase all-in-one. There is no all-in-one software. There's no software that does every single one of these functions best in class. There are some that are getting very close. However, when you recognize an area of the software that needs something better, or if the function for whatever reason stops working for you, you want to have made agile decisions in the past that give you options, that give you the chance to plug in one of these third-party tools that maybe gives you the ability to replace the third-party tool you're using with a better one that comes out next year. That third-party landscape is so dynamic right now. It shines so brightly that you wanna give yourself options. And our way of giving you options is what we call the agile approach. It's a methodology that we put together, but it's basically take advantage of all the tools that are at your disposal, every single one of them that will help you achieve your goal, but don't get cornered or dependent into any one of them because then you go down with the ship. Yeah, I don't, I don't think we'll ever see the day where there is no plug and play. Like there's never going to be a PMS that does it all. You know, I, I just, I just think they're getting, they're taking the easy way now. Some of the things that they should be doing, they're not, you know, but there's always, there will always be plug and play. What do you mean? Well, okay. For, for example, how many times said it is every, every conference that you go to, every blog that you read, every podcast that you listen to, it's all about the guest experience. You know, nothing matters but the guest experience. Then you, so then you go into your guest portal in your PMS and it's unusable. Like, so you, mm-hmm. so what do you do? You go, go to Hostly, you go to Rubaru, you know, you go t- to Touch Day. So they're just, but there's, there's things in the PMS, like for example, now the PMS I'm using, I have my guest books in my PMS and that's, I want my guests communicating with me through my website, through my PMS. I don't want them going to a third party software. And I think with the importance that we, the industry puts on guest relations, that this is something that should be happening in the PMS. Another thing I, I see is this, the housekeeping module. Is there anything more important to a property manager than their housekeeping? And there's, there's barely a housekeeping module in any PMS that's even usable. So is that what you mean by lazy? They're just wait, letting the specialists do it? Yeah, I, and I've said it before, and I've said it on your podcast, Matt. I think they're they're going to live to regret this. And I think there's a couple examples that we could mention. One of them would be Zivo. Take a look at their platform. You know, they're they're not just saying, "Okay, we'll play. We're just ready to play." You know, no, we're going to build it ourselves. You look at what Cyrus is doing over there with their guest app module and their cleaning module. They're instead of plugging and playing, they're building it themselves. You look at what um, Lightmakers, what they've done with their website builder, with their complex trips, their outstanding trust accounting. You know, you, there's, it's, it's out there. You know, these guys, I think they're playing a dangerous game. 
Interesting. And we are coming to the end here and I'm, I'd, I'd love to keep, I'd love to keep talking because, you know, the, the, this is, this is something that will just keep evolving as, as you were just saying, Terry, that, that there's a lot of evolution to come. Oh yeah, it is. We're, yeah. we're in a good spot. Final words, Mr. Landau. Uh, I'll mention Terry's website because he forgot to do it again. It's actually for anything software related. It's vacationrentalsoftwareguy.com. It's where Terry does. It's where Terry focuses all of his software efforts, and he never remembers to share it. And that will be on the that, and that will be on the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, from you, Terry. Uh, we're in we're in such a good good spot. You know, there's so much good technology out there, and the the most exciting thing for me is I see a person with one single property could be as good or better than somebody with a thousand with the tech stack. That's to me to me it's the most exciting thing in our industry. Technology is your friend. It is your friend. <laughs> I ne- I didn't really understand. I thought that was just like a silly cliche statement, but I really get it now. If you are not open to using these tools. There's something for every size business. If you are sticking with your paper and pencil or your spreadsheets, you are like a masochist mm-hmm. because there are easier ways to do it. The only thing that's really stopping you is the intimidation factor, which is real. But recognize that these companies are getting better at better at helping normal people like us who are not software experts understand how to use the tools. The tools, the tools themselves are getting better and better. And most importantly, the people behind the tools are real friendly humans that are willing to be patient with you and help you out. So don't let that stop you from embracing the technology. The biggest losers moving forward will be those who do not at least embrace and be open to using these tools. That is a great They'll lose all their hair. (laughs) (laughs) And for those who are listening (laughs) and not watching this, Matt is pointing to his head <laughs> which has his no bald hair. head his bald head yeah. uh guys thank you so much it's always an absolute pleasure terry maybe third or fourth time you've been on it will not be the last because when we do this transition later <laughs> this year i'm going to have you back on to talk about transition time uh, I, I, hope, I, I hope you'll come join me then yeah, um sure. Both of you, thank you. The work you do is just amazing. The Keystone Awards is something that everybody needs to go have a look at so you can see these winners. Um, There's something there for everybody. And I know we didn't really talk a huge amount about pricing, but there's a price point for everybody too. So Indeed. Yep. So thank you once again. Lovely to have you with me. Thanks Thanks again, Heather. Bye, Terry. Well, that was fantastic. As as always, these two guys are probably together. They they know more about the industry than most of us could ever dream about. So, a lot of wisdom there and thank them, you know, I really thank them so much for for doing this, for spending all this time um sifting through all that data and providing us with these winners. And and this is not to say that companies that are not that do not make the winners list are not good for you. You know, it's I th- I think the most important thing is is doing the demos, knowing the questions to ask and making sure you feel comfortable with that company and that they are doing all your must-haves 
probably some of your nice to haves and maybe a few of that few of those things that are in your dreams. So it was, it was fantastic. They were mentioning Zivu. Zivu has just joined us on the virtual vendor showcase. So I will be interviewing the founder, Naeem, uh, over the next week or so. Um, by the time this is published, in fact, you will soon be able to see the interview that I do with Naeem and one of Zivu's very, very happy clients. So you'll be hearing a lot more about them. I'm really delighted that they won this award, as well as, of course, Hostfully. We had David Jacoby from Hostfully recently on the show and, and Avantio. Uh, and kudos to all three of them. But it is Zivu that you're going to be hearing more about from me. Uh, you'll also be hearing more about Jodie Bourne Consulting. Uh, Jodie's a great friend of mine. She is amazing at building websites, at anything to do with marketing, in fact. And um, I will be doing an interview with Jodie and one of her best clients soon. And you'll be able to see that on the Virtual Vendor Showcase too. So that's it for another week. Uh, always an absolute pleasure to um, be in your ear. And, and I will be with you, of course, again next week. It's been a pleasure as ever being with you. If there's anything you'd like to comment on, then join the conversation on the show notes for the episode at vacationrentalformula.com. We'd love to hear from you. And I look forward to being with you again next week. Thank you so much, Terry White and Matt Landau, for sharing all of that. For anybody who, any of you who are out there right now thinking about doing a change or actually thinking about starting with some software for the first time, go to the Keystone Awards, go to VRMB uh, and check out the Keystone Awards, see who won, um, do some demos. You can download a cheat sheet, uh, you can download a cheat sheet from VRMB and that will help you with the questions that you need to ask. Because I know I've done, I've done so many demos and quite often get really caught up in the bells and whistles, you know, the really exciting stuff. And I think, wow, we've got to have that. And it's not until afterwards I realise that perhaps that's not as important as some of the more functional pieces of the software that I should have spent far more time talking about. I loved what Terry was saying about, you know, just keep asking the questions until you understand the answers. It's all too easy to let, to go, to go into the, to a demo and to let all that talk ride over you, looking at the bells and whistles and the, the, the smart stuff and forgetting the basic things like, you know, how does the trust accounting system work? Will it work with my website, etc., And just a lot of other questions. So, uh, Terry and Matt have put together a cheat sheet, which would be super, super helpful. I want to go back to one of the winners and that's Zivu. 
and mention them because Zebu has just joined the virtual vendor showcase and I will be interviewing Naeem, the founder of Zivu, very, very shortly. So you'll be able to go to, to the virtual vendor showcase on vacationrentalformula.com and see Naeem talking to me together with one of his customers. And, I, and because I'm out there searching for software at the moment, I'm asking some pretty deep questions. So remember the virtual vendor showcase is somewhere where you can go and check out these products and services, these the third party software and consultancy and hear the founder, hear them talking to you as if you were standing in a booth and ask, and I'm just asking the questions that you would probably ask as well. So go to vacationrentalformula.com forward slash VVS and you can see the business page that we've set up for Zivu. Also new in this week and next week will be Jodie Bourne Consultancy. I'm currently working with Jodie on a project and I know of many people who have worked with her on website building, website development and other marketing project uh, projects. Jodie is, is one of these people who I know always brings it when I ask a question. She's incredibly knowledgeable on marketing and social media, and she is your go-to person. She has a great Facebook group, and you can join that Facebook group and listen to the, the chat that goes on there, as well as a number of the Facebook Lives that Jodie does, just bringing you super interesting information. So her Jodie's details are on vacationrentalformula.com forward slash VVS, and you can see her business page. And very shortly, there will be a video with Jodie and one of her clients too. So please go check that out. Okay, that's enough for me. Enough talking from my end. Uh, looking forward to being with you again next week. So goodbye for now. Thanks again for listening to this episode brought to you by NoiseAware. And just a reminder, when you make your purchase with NoiseAware, use the promotional code VRFORMULA to receive 20% off. For more information and to connect with the NoiseAware team, visit vacationrentalformula.com forward slash NoiseAware. Or simply click the link in the description section of this episode on your smart device. It's been a pleasure as ever being with you. If there's anything you'd like to comment on, then join the conversation on the show notes for the episode at vacationrentalformula.com. We'd love to hear from you. And I look forward to being with you again next week.